We are back. Let's go. Halfway to double digits. This is Bush League Boys episode five. I'm going to get it wrong this time. <laughs> yeah, we're posting on, if anyone saw the Twitter mishap, we're posting on. We had a little, 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 little interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to brush that one off and uh, move on. We learn from our mistakes. Paint. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of. Uh, not, yeah, not really much of an agenda today. Kind of. No, it's just kind of a, a lot's going on. Right just going to yeah. cover everything that's happened. And I think of our, this is a bit of our winter meetings preview kind of thing, like what we mm-hmm. think is going to kind of happen, what's going to transpire, what's already transpired. But uh, the yeah. next, uh, what is it, next three days? Fourth through the seventh, yeah. So four Fourth, days, I guess. So, so it was Wednesday. today through Wednesday, yeah. Through Wednesday, okay. Out in San Diego. Yes. San Diego, yeah. Yeah. I will say, again, uh, lead off the podcast by saying uh, our numbers still show. Most of the people that are watching aren't uh, subscribed. Uh, so wh- wherever you're watching our pods, uh, make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. It helps the the algorithmic gods push our pods to uh, to, to new areas, new audiences. So we appreciate it. Um, but with that uh, bullshit out of the way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk some baseball because well, uh, I feel like we got to kick it off with like the big ones. The, so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I mean, probably, probably, the, second, probably the second biggest free agent other than Judge, I would yeah. say. I mean, there's been a couple couple other big ones, but DeGrom, Jacob, dude. The, yeah, DeGrom. So DeGrom goes to the Rangers five years, 185. What's the, guy, what's the gut check on this one? <sighs> Not enough. I, I don't like – what? Not enough? They need, they need more. They need oh, more. I thought you meant money-wise. No, 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 I was going to – No, the Rangers. No, for the Rangers rotation, it's not enough. No, 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 no. I think they paid too much for him, but – they need I mean, more it's not, that so like the AAV in my mind isn't bad. Was it thirty-seven? Yeah, it's something like that. But we when we did our free agent predictions, I talked about Degrom and how he's only gone like one hundred and sixty-two innings over the last two years, like combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, he's injury prone. He's thirty-five, and you want to walk this guy up on a five-year contract? Yeah, I think because he hasn't pitched 100 innings since, what, 2019? It had to have been at least. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was just when he won the Cy Young. I just, like, oh. I don't get why you would want to try and lock him up for five years. To me, I was I was thinking it was going to be, like, two years 80. Yeah. Probably well, with, yeah. with a one, really one year with a second-year uh, club option. But, mm-hmm. I mean, say, say you even only go option. two years and it doesn't work out. He's injury-prone. You don't get what you you expected out it's of him. It's not big you, risk. You bite, you bite the bullet and you're done. Yep. Now I don't know if his contract's fully guaranteed. I haven't really looked into it, but like five years, one hundred and eighty-five mil. I think there might yeah. be a fourth year opt out. Let me see. I will say, if he can find a way to stay healthy and give it another year or two, him and Kumar Rocker is that one-two, and then you got Jack oh, Leiter yeah. coming up too. Oh yeah, Kumar Rocker's a bust. I don't think so. I think Jack Leiter's more likely to be legit than Kumar Rocker. I think. Yeah. I think Kumar uh, Rocker's are. I think Kumar Rocker's already proven that he has injury issues and he's that young. That's not really a good look. Um, yeah. But, uh, so the, the the flip side of the coin though is like Justin Verlander for a while in the middle of his middle of his career was pretty injury prone. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. K twice. He was pulling groins left and right, missing games. And now he's playing gonna be playing his age forty season and he's probably the favorite to win the Scion. So like the thing is you, you look at DeGrom being thirty four, theoretically if he is has the trajectory that a lot of these pitchers have, he might not even be in his prime yet. Kim, go ahead. It's a stretch, but like I'm playing I, devil's advocate. Oh, I was going to say you look like you, you look like you had something to say. Yeah, well, um, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is I think that's a that's a stretch. He has to stay yeah, healthy yeah. first, right? You know, that's I mean, like I'm playing devil's advocate. But. Yeah. How many two year deals did Verlander sign with the Astros? You know, I mean, yeah, he's been there what four? But it's years like at now. the same yeah. time, how many deals? Yeah. how many forty year olds or thirty eight to forty year olds do you see lighting up the league the way that right. guys like Verlander are? Like it. Yeah. Well, it's it a just handful now. I mean, I think, yeah. but I think guys like Verlander and Wainwright, uh, they're like kind of just paving that way. Even Max Scherzer is what thirty-seven. Yeah, but the reason yeah. Wainwright's so, like, so good is because he's crafty now. He's not blowing yeah. guys away. Like Degrom relies on a ninety-nine mile an hour heater with a hammer of a slider. Well, not one hundred two, really one hundred two fastball with a ninety-three on his slider. Like, yeah. I think the issue with Degrom is, which I, you can also say this, maybe the training staff for the Mets didn't know what to do with him. Maybe they yeah. didn't really, they didn't have the right guys around him that were helping him pitch sustainably where maybe that was, I was reading that a, a, one thing that might drag him towards the team was him meeting with the training staff and seeing what they were about, what kind of facilities they had, what they're going to do for him. Cause if you ask me, DeGrom's never like, he could have one or two good seasons left if I'm being realistic, because I just think the dude is such a freak of a specimen that, like, what he does is so extraordinary that, like, his body can't withstand the shit that he does. Like, yeah. he shouldn't be snapping over sliders with 18 inches of break at 95 miles an hour <laughs> and pumping 102 for 110 pitches a game and expected to go out there and pitch 35 starts. Like, like your body's going to break down, especially in a yeah. game like baseball. Everything you're doing is nothing is natural to the body. Your body's going to break down. So... This is a weird signing for me because it's just like, it just seems like it's um, just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> risk the risk to reward factor just doesn't seem even. Unless there was a well, conversation behind closed doors that they're like, "Hey, let's work on getting you reworking your pitching style." That maybe. could be happening too, and yeah. that could be yeah. with that kind of it's, conversation. But we don't know that, obviously. Which I think that would go with the training staff too. Exactly. That's gonna those analytics guys who are looking at like biometrics and stuff like that. I think that's gonna. Yeah. But like at the same time too is like is Texas ready to like compete for a championship now like no they're I not think, i mean I they're, think not gonna, they're, they're not gonna win the division win, they're not no, gonna not win yet. the division they're not gonna finish second like so you figure you figure you're probably probably at least two to three years away from competing mm-hmm. and then by that point Degrom's in the last two years of his con- like i don't know it just seems like a waste to me it's a weird signing too because like like you said i thought for sure he was gonna sign a one or two year deal with a team that's knocking on the door yeah. Like a team that like, but then the weird thing is, is you can also argue that because of how injury prone he is, he's not the guy that's going to put you over the top. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, he's going to eat innings and get you a lot of wins, <laughs> but still the uncertainty isn't like, it's just not enough to bring you up to that next level. I don't think. So I was scrolling on Twitter earlier today and I don't you guys might've saw it, but it was, um, like a picture of a Lamborghini and like a shitty, <laughs> a shitty garage. And it was like, Jacob Degrom, and then listed off the other four Rangers starters. Yeah, I, I have like, it. I actually seen that <laughs> tweet. I wrote it down. 
Jacob yeah, DeGrom, Martin Perez. Martin Perez, John Gray, Jake Odorizzi, Odorizzi and Dane Dane Dunning. Dane Dunning. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they got rid of uh, Taylor Hearn, I think, right? I think they dealt him. And then Colby Allard, I think they also dealt. I think he might be in um, the bullpen. But anyway, yeah. that just doesn't sound like a winning formula. <laughs> but I- I'd love to see him prove me wrong. I'd love it. I'd no, love to I mean, see him yeah. go deal. Because I think, say he goes out in deals and Martin Perez deals this year, and their guys play the way that they're advertised to play, they could win a wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Martin Perez cannot be your two. <laughs> after the way, after the year he had, he can be. Yeah, he if he, really if he pitches yeah, the way but... he did this year, he can be. But he's, what, 39, 40 now? Older, so, I think that was his best. I think that was uh, like a that's the best year of his career last year. I mean, yeah. it's also like an added bonus that these guys are pitching in a division with two absolute dumpster fire teams. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also that's a very uh, pitchers friendly ballpark in Texas yeah. too. And they're seeing Good less park. of their um, less of their division next year with the whole they're playing yeah, everyone everybody now. plays everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan well, of that. Well, that just so basically I. I means love that. that all like they're probably not going to play anyone else in the league more than once, but then they're going to play yeah. the division teams a bunch. Right. Yeah. So, so it's uh, but that like you said though, they're between they're playing against the Angels and the A's, which are mm-hmm. pretty bad <laughs> teams. But then again, like the Angels are making moves too. Yeah. yeah. The Angels are the type of team that like. Very similar situation to the Rangers, I think, that if their guys show up and play as advertised, like the way they're supposed mm-hmm. to, those could both be good teams. And I don't think it would surprise anybody if both of those teams were good. They have what it takes. It's just that they have, they've underperformed the last handful of seasons. I really don't think Texas is going to be that bad, honestly. I don't think I, so either. They, I, I think they're three, at least in that division now. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah, for they sure. They solidified yeah. three, for sure. For but, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know if. They they caught up to the Astros or the Mariners. Yeah, uh, probably not. No. Yeah, I mean the the thing is is their the um their pitching needs to continue to develop because they their bullpen is non-existent. So they don't have yeah. any late inning guys. They yeah. just they gotta they gotta pull for Gray and Degrom and Martin Perez to just eat innings. But if they eat innings, they only need one or two good bullpen arms. Really, three ideally. And other than that, if your guys just go out there and you got your power bats hitting two thirty, bop twenty five home runs, and you got your your big bats go out there and really do damage, like they can be a wild card team. You know who their top bullpen arm was this year? Who? Matt Moore. That's right. I saw him pitching Triple A like eight <laughs> in April. Yeah, in I was there with you. Yeah, he pitched uh, against. I pitched for. He was pitching for the Phillies, wasn't he? I think for uh, the yeah. Valley. Yeah. And then dude ended up pitching 63 games for the Rangers this year. Oh, nice. Good for him. Former uh, former Cy Young contender. Yeah, back with Tampa Bay. Yep. I will say uh, uh, the silver lining for me for Jacob DeGrom going to the Rangers, I think it's a good fit because I think it's just good to see him in a new area. Oh, yeah. But uh, he was linked to the Rays quite a bit, and it makes me real happy. He's not going <laughs> to Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I thought of I would have hated that. Because with our luck, he would go to the Rays and be an absolute stud and just terrorize the Red Sox for five years. The Rays so, would do whatever voodoo magic they do down there for their pitchers. I think if he went to the Rays, he would have been on like a two-year 80 mil or something yeah. like that. So there's no yeah. way they would have brought him in long term. No. Um. So, yeah, that uh, I think that kind of covers what we're thinking about the Grom. I think, uh, I think the risk-to-reward <laughs> yeah. ratio is 
just doesn't really make any sense. Um, yeah, I have I... one last thing on Degrom too. Yeah. After looking, like actually today, I was looking into it a little bit. Came out the Mets' last offer him to him was three years, one twenty, and I guess the according to Steve Cohen, he didn't even hear back the first time he heard that Degrom's contract with the Rangers was five one eighty five was when it got reported. Like he didn't go back with it at all. I'm not surprised. No. Um, I yeah, think he wanted he that was, a lot of there, dude. Yeah, I don't think the money was an issue for him. He's also said, like, outside of just playing for the Mets, he said before that he hates playing in New York. Yeah. He didn't want to go to a big market team. He didn't want to go to a team that plays in a big city. And I think Texas is going to be good for that. I think if that's and the having, environment he wants, that's good. Yeah. Having a sub two ERA too and losing more than you win. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. poor bitch just wanted, dude just wanted just to get the hell out. out. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. He, he, to see put, if he put does Stevie have Cohen's injuries. number on the block list. <laughs> Don't call me no more. Yeah. For real. Um, with that know. said, we can kind of transition to like the, the Mets targets for pitchers. Yeah. Um, so I was reading, according to Steve Cohen, as of Friday since Degrom signed, that Verlander is their top priority, and a lot of people are saying that Verlander's shown a lot of interest in them too, though. Um, which is good because it was he was linked to the Yankees. And now the Yankees are shifting to Rodon. So to me, that basically rules out Verlander to the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what to think. I, like, have no idea which way he's... Like, I've seen Dodgers. I've seen Mets. I've seen Yankees. I've seen... Go back to the Ash. Like, there's so many different things that I've seen on him. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, the scenarios I've put in my head, one way or another, each place makes sense somehow some way so i'm just like i don't even know i have genuinely no guess where he even ends up i just teammate wise i still wonder what that relationship with max scherzer is like from detroit yeah i feel like that's going to be like a curving point like that's going to kind of tear him away on it yeah well so but same thing happened with um you can look at josh donaldson uh garrett cole yeah Mm -hmm. similar thing they still brought him in and were just like all right grow up figure it out so like (laughs) But then look at what happened in New York. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's winning cares all. If they uh, exactly. if they do get Verlander and they start winning and they do what they did last year, but make it farther, probably. Hopefully, I mean, I feel like winning oh. cares all of it. Those Tigers teams went to a couple World Series and they still didn't like each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I've also read that the Mets are targeting. Uh, they're the favorite to sign Jameson Tyon. I did hear that. Which. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. That's a pretty good. I mean, you're going to have to replace – got to replace the Grom Bassett's mm-hmm. leaving. Like, he ain't coming back. Right. And I think – yeah, I think Tyon makes sense. Uh, Andrew Haney was the other one. Another mm-hmm. one just kind of makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. But, I mean <laughs> – Jitter. Right, but if you throw him in the five hole or something, like your, your five spot in the rotation. He was so bad the Dodgers had him coming out of the bullpen. He wasn't even <laughs> a starter anymore. <laughs> And then uh, they're also a low leverage situation. Yeah, he. Oh, we're down by twelve. All right, bring in, bring He's in another him. guy though that <laughs> had good seasons and just was bad this year. So like you don't know. He's yeah, kind of up lost. in the air, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the last guy they're linked to uh, Senga still. He's Kodai Senga. They're still the favorite to sign him. Um, Which was it not the Mets that here's the contract sign it if you want to play? Yeah, give him a blank check. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Write down your amount and we will pay it. Right. <laughs> But then, like, does a guy like him seeing the best pitcher in baseball? Like, I'm going to say the best pitcher in baseball because abilities-wise, he's the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. Not statistics. When he's healthy. 
Right. When he's healthy, he's one of the best pitchers ever, let's be yeah. honest. Um, but to see him leave the Mets like the way he did, get going somewhere for less money, does that kind of sour the pot for Senga? I don't know. <laughs> I wrote on my notes for DeGrom, I go, uh, when he's healthy, he's top three in the league, and he's not one or two. Or he's not two or three, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> When he can stay healthy, dude, he's oh, he's one. electric. He's you kidding one. me. He's just uh, I mean, you can't really hold it against him that he didn't pitch well in the postseason. That's like really the first uh, yeah, first, first meaningful true, game. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was what? What was it in fourteen? Was the Mets last time when they went to the World Series? Was it fourteen, fifteen? Yeah, I don't even remember. They lost to the fifteen because they lost to the Royals. Is fifteen? Um. So with the Mets, kind of, I was reading this all in the same article. Um, it was kind of the, the trickle-down effect, kind of the dominoes that are falling with DeGrom signing. Uh, with uh, the Mets kind of prioritizing Verlander, he's interested in them. So the Yankees are now shifting to Rendon. Or not Rendon. He's Rodon, not created. Rodon. Rodon. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos Rodon. So, and uh, I don't know. He just, I don't know. To me, that would be a weird signing for them. Um. I could see it, but like it just doesn't seem to really give them what they need. Um, I'm I'm also not super high on Rodon, to be honest. Like, this is also a guy who was in he, like he's had two good years. Like, well, he also had a good year for a really bad team. <laughs> so yeah, like, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, am I saying he's bad? No, he's he is good, but is he? Does he deserve to be in the conversation with these? the DeGroms and the Verlanders and guys like that. No. Right. So I'm trying to pull up his like lifetime stats right here. Cause I guarantee you they're not great. Uh, career ERA. Eh, not terrible. 3.6. Oh, I mean, it's not, not awful. What's happening? I'm just looking at his numbers too. Yeah, I'm um, looking at. I'm looking at. I'm sorry. I thought you were going somewhere with his numbers, and you. Uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> talking about how he doesn't really deserve to be in the same conversation as. Well, it's a weird situation too because you're like, I don't think he's gonna. He demands, like, his abilities don't demand ace money. Right. I don't think he's an ace with a contender. Right, but. I think he'd be a damn good two or three with just about anybody. Um, yeah. Because he's solid as hell. Um, yeah, obviously, he's got sub three ERAs the last two seasons. Uh, pitched almost 200 innings this year, which, like, nowadays, that's kind of – those are few and far between for pitcher, starting pitchers that pitch 200 innings, you know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think – I'll be interested to see what he gets for AAV because it's totally just – it, it, I have no idea. That's basically what I'm getting at. I have no clue. Let's, let's throw a number out there and see who's closer. What do, what do you guys think he gets? I'm going to say he's probably going to go somewhere for two years again. I'm going to say two years, $65 million. I was get overpaid. I'm going <laughs> to say three years, 80 See, I was going to say two at 70 so 35 I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go three for 80 so whatever that right. to 20 little over 25 like, 27 ish yeah, yeah. 
27 and change, 27.3 or 26.3, I think. Yeah. Um, Somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. Um, About 26.667. I don't know. We're talking baseball now, man. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the pitching market's still super weird right now. Um, and I'm not so sure that those dominoes are going to fall at the winter meetings. I think they're. You're going to see shortstop. You're going to see Judge at the Aaron meeting. At the Aaron you meeting, you think Judge yeah. goes to the winter meetings? I think he does. I don't it, think he does. Yeah, I don't no. think he does either. I think he's going to sign in like February. <laughs> I don't know. The more that uh, I feel like the more that his signing gets prolonged in his de- decision, I feel like the more likely it is that he's going to end up back in New York. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's my opinion. Well, so it just it came out that uh, that they offered him in the neighborhood of eight years, three hundred mil. Yeah, which is between thirty. What's that? New York. New York. Yeah. Yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, so they they came out with a neighbor in the neighborhood of eight years, three hundred mil. No specific numbers, but like eight years at three hundred mil is thirty seven five AAV. Yeah, which I think it's more than that. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's probably gonna probably want to be at about forty. Forty. Yeah. So probably eight years, three twenty. I think eight years is too long. Uh, he's probably going to want that. I would think more six or seven. Um, cause he is, he's 31, right? 30, yeah. 31, 31, I think. So like if he was 28 or 29, I could see eight years, but that's just, I don't know. It's not like Bryce Harper. What did he sign? Like 13 years or something? 13, yeah. years, so <laughs> 13 years for half a billion dollars or something. <laughs> Absurd. But yeah, I, I was, I don't know that the judge thing is weirder too, because I think, all of a sudden, if you see the Yankees, that they the longer Judge holds out on them, he keeps holding back to make a decision. I think the Yankees are are eventually just going to have to pull their offer. I think they got to be the Yankees. They got to put the money where their mouth is, and I think that they got to. They're the biggest, baddest franchise in baseball, and I think that they're going to play it like that. They're going to be like, "Oh, you're playing us like this," posting all these bush league Instagram videos where you say you got some plans in San Francisco. Like, it ain't like that. So I think it's going to get to a point, and I think over the these winter meetings, if they can bring in a handful of guys, put some offers on the table, and bring in some guys that that they think will help them in areas they need help, to me, if you want to win, it makes more sense to bring in those guys than just Aaron, like Aaron Judge. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think they sh- they crumbled in the playoffs. They need more than just him. So yep. spending all your money on just him where you're pretty far away from being that team, probably not a bad idea to go other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that. I feel like the more things just kind of are at like a stalemate and nothing's really happening, you can't you can't afford to wait. Like right, you, exactly. can, you can let it play out for a little while and kind of gauge interest and see what's happening, but you can't go into – Jan- like we'll just say January, for example, and not have a direction or an idea with what's happening. Like you're just going to be yeah. screwed. You're sitting exactly. ducks at that point. Yeah, especially with all the reporting coming out that like everyone at this point has said, "Oh, the winter meetings this year. Expect a lot of movement. Expect a lot of movement." You can't be the yeah. Yankees sitting there hoping. Well, what if? What about Judge? We can't do this because we were thinking about Judge. Meanwhile, everyone else exactly. around you who. Was behind and then you, right behind if, you, if you're the Yankees players. and you have a chance to go make a splash on somebody, like, I have a sheet right here. Like, if somebody, like, I mean, do they need a shortstop? Kind uh, of. Yeah, I yeah I, yep. too. 
So, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. there's 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 guys out there, and then there's outfielders out there that they could try and make a... To me, it just massive. makes more sense to go out and get upgraded bats for multiple spots in your lineup. They yep. don't need pitching. Right. Their pitching is really good. I mean, yeah. they, they really all they need is someone to fill in Tyon, fill, fill in Tyon's hole. Because other than that, their pitching is very good. This hole, huh? Oh, yeah, they just got to <laughs> just fill it so, in. I'm looking at the, at the sheet, and Cam actually has a prediction on there that I can get behind, and that is Brandon Nimmo to the New York Yankees. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yep. Nimmo like, to the Yankees in the case where they don't get Judge. I feel like they're going to throw money at Brandon Nimmo. Well, yep. I had Nimmo, and then I also thought about them probably making a stab at uh, Brian Reynolds. I, if anyone's going to trade I really him, don't I feel see like anything happening with that. Probably not. I, but I don't think so either. Were they having under three more years of control? To be honest I with you, I, I, there's the only, one of the only teams I can see him actually getting traded to and they throw a good package at the Pirates for is the Red Sox. See, and I, I don't think the Red think Sox could put, I think, they could put the best one. I don't think they're going to. So I think. If they were to deal for him, I think Verdugo's got to go. I think Verdugo will be a part of that deal. Um, And probably a couple prospects. Like, not high-level ones. But maybe, like, um, I don't know. Maybe Wong. Um, No, Wongy. That's the Wong number. That's the Wong number. I don't know. So, we, we, we can actually touch. So, we didn't even mention. So, if anybody hasn't heard, Brian Reynolds has formally requested a trade from from the Pirates. Yes, sir. Should I take the hat off? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Throw on whatever hat you think he's going to, like a college uh, selection. Right, here we go. Hold on. Ready? Oh, oh. He only he has one other beanie, so <laughs> oh, we know he, where that is. I know he thinks he's going to an AL East team. Their colors are blue. They are a bird. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't see him getting moved unless they get like an absolute haul for him. I don't think he's going anywhere. See, here's the thing, though. So it makes sense for them to move him now because yeah. so they only have him under club control for three years. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be contending in three years. Right. They're more like five or six years out. Yep. So to me. It makes sense to trade him now when, in reality, he's had three, four really good seasons in a row. His stock probably can't get a hell of a lot higher. So, like, it makes the most sense to deal him now and get pieces back now. Because if he's requesting a trade now, you know in three years, if you hold on to him, he sure as hell ain't re-signing with you. Yeah, Unless something crazy happens. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. He's uh he's actually relatively young. I thought he was a little mm-hmm. older. He was like 28, 27? 27. Yeah. And he's only so. he's only making 6.75 a year. So any team can withstand yeah. that. Anybody. Right. He's making more than that. I thought did the article I read lied to me? Well, Maybe. 20 2022 to 2023, he's under contract for 13 and a half million. Maybe he's 13 and a half with incentives. I don't know. It says his AAV is thirteen and a half million. Huh. I mean, even then, that doesn't exclude a lot of teams, right? I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Red Sox uni. Neither do I. It depends on what we got to give up for him, though. 
Any switch hitter? Uh, Marcel Camayo, Tristan Cassis, and, or uh, Brian Bello. Bayo. <laughs> that, that's the three they're starting at. Sam that's what they're starting at. Uh, Bayo, I wouldn't be super opposed to move. Because he's good, but he's I don't think he's going to be an absolute stud. I do. I think he's going to really? be legit. I agree with the We were, um, we were talking about it, They just rushed his progression yeah. so hard. Yeah. And I think they fucked up his no confidence reason. real bad. Yeah. yeah. We I think they might have bottled that. Yeah, we didn't have anything it. to win, and you're over here bringing this, like, and then we started rolling with Josh Winchowski, like, just roll with him <laughs> to begin with. We didn't, we weren't in the running for anything. Like, nope. why are we even doing this? Keep yeah. him down. Let him continue to, uh, continue to learn. But that was the thing. Oh. He was in AAA, and he's dicing dudes for, like, 12 strikeouts a game in six innings. I'm like, yeah. Can we go back to the Brian Reynolds contract? Yeah. It's two years, 13.5 mil. Ah, uh, okay. So that's... So it's 6.25. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he signed that. It's through 23, so he's arbitration eligible for 24. Um, Got to imagine if he plays the way he's played, he's probably going to get in the area of 10 to 15 mil, I would think, after oh, yeah. arbitration. Oh, I yeah. think he's going to get a little more than that. Think, I think yeah. he'll be 18-ish. Yeah, probably right around the qualifying number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a, that's an interesting piece. And I think you could see, uh, I think guys like him will be, he's going to be shopped during the winter meetings, I think, very obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh, he, he's a piece to look at because I think him going to a contender could be a big piece. Yeah. Uh, that he could, I mean, he's, he's just a good player. He's a good everyday player. Um. What was I going to say? I just want uh, free agent guys to start f- flying off the board mm-hmm. so we can start filling in this uh, sheet. Yeah, because we only have, what, <laughs> three filled in so far? Three, yeah. Or four. Two, three, four. Yeah. Was yeah. it Jock, Rizzo, DeGrom, and... Abreu. Uh, Abreu, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Red Sox big signing? Just <laughs> real quick. Uh, your boy is Wendy's full, full, full. Uh, yeah, the the Get Sox big a. the Sox big signing. They made a big splash. I mean, based on the size of the human, yes, he is six foot eight. <laughs> He's a big man. Two <laughs> years, seventeen and a half mil. Not sure how to feel. Yeah, there's numbers looking like here. He was actually really good. Like, so he started the year with the Cubs, and then got shipped to the Dodgers. So when he was with the Cubs. He, uh, in the innings he pitched, he had four walks and 40 strikeouts, which great numbers. This dude got shipped to LA, right? One walk, 34 Ks. That's a good ratio, right? Is that decent? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could be a little better. Could be 34 to none, but you know, <laughs> I don't that one. But this is another. So you want to know? Uh, I got a fun fact on Chris Martin. Mm. So uh, in 06, he had shoulder surgery. Never thought he was going to play again. Yep. Started working at uh, Lowe's and UPS. Nice. Yeah. So it was just uh, your average Joe. A little bit of uh, uh, was it a uh, Evan Gaddis type type situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was a janitor. And the dude just rocks up with his big old janitor hands, no gloves, and just hits cock shots. Oh, yeah, working work the broom <laughs> off the Swinging broomsticks. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Xander. Mm-hmm. So I will say, Vegas odds right now 
have it basically at a pick him whether he comes back to the Red Sox or not. So it's like a 50-50 yeah. shot. Yeah, I don't like 50-50. Yeah. It's better than what we predicted. With what I saw yeah. on uh, Pete Abraham, we you don't guys talk about him today. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Good him. Good old Pete Abe. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what I don't know whether to believe it or not. Like my question was, have they screwed things up? The answer was yes. Fixable, maybe, but not looking very good. Like, he's a wiener. I think he, he asks questions weirdly. Like, yeah. Well, he's like a tabloid. He's like baseball yeah. tabloids, kind of. Yeah. He writes um, just to get clicks, just to get the. Uh, the although I, I did see from multiple sources that already at the winter meetings, like today, he met with multiple teams, and none of those teams were the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, but he did say he was going to bring whatever offer he gets back to the Red Sox, so at least he's giving them kind of yeah, final. It shouldn't even freaking come it, to it that, happen. We should have had him locked up a long time ago. Heim, but... Heim needs to go with Bobby Dahl back and be sent to the fucking moon. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I, I'd like to know how much of the contract negotiation actually has to do with Heim Bloom and how much it has to do with the owners not wanting to spend the money. I forget who it was. It might have just been Red Sox stats or something, but someone put out that a quote from Heim, he essentially said, this is on ownership. Like yeah, ownership, well, ownership guess has what? To you don't check. spend money on big name players, then your product's going to suck. And you want to yep. know what? No money's going to come in. And then when no money's coming in, then you're not going to have any money. And then so. you start charging $18 for beers instead of $16. And yeah. $20 <laughs> for beers. Like, Especially when it's seems... thing that sucks about going to Fenway. I'm trying to get a friggin' hot dog and a beer, and I'm paying forty-seven dollars. Well, that was the best. What was it uh, like two years ago when John Henry said that the reason why ticket prices were so expensive because fans didn't buy enough beer and food? I'm like, well, if it ain't, <laughs> if I have to take out a mortgage to buy a goddamn hot dog, I I'd be fucking with it. Like Jesus, it's absurd. Oh. Yeah, I think I think that. I think we need to do a State of the Union for the Red Sox pod uh, coming soon. I think we need to just do a Red Sox one and just air out everything going on in this yep. freaking dumpster organization at the moment. What date was that uh, again? It's in January. I think it's the end of yeah. January. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just fucking blows. Henry blows. They all blow. Werner yeah. blows. Family Sports team blows. Oh, you kidding all- me? Dude, if, if they came out tomorrow and were like, Fenway Sports Group to sell the Red Sox, I would literally throw a party. <laughs> I'm going to have to make some calls. <laughs> How much do I have on my account? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need a reason to party. <laughs> yeah, we, we do after the past couple seasons, the Red Sox. Jesus Christ. Oh, Dude, boy. it's just so sad. People wrote, like, they rode 21 so high because we got to the championship I mean, series. But we didn't. We weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, no. well, I mean, we our ass. We didn't have a team there. Like team was not built. We can't to get be to that too point. upset, dude. Like we've had a real good run for our last. No, we're spoiled. We can be don't care. Short memories. upset as we want to be. Baseball is about short memories <laughs> on the field and off the field. It's been too long. I, I lost that taste in my mouth from 2018. Yeah. I need another. Maybe one. you should go by the Red Sox. Me? Yeah. But uh, the uh, Bush League Boys Sports Group. <laughs> there you go. LBSG. I mean, if we all combine our pennies, we could make it happen, right? I have like 40 cents. Oh. <laughs> I have $16. <laughs> could buy, uh, like, a, an old Ford Pinto, drive it up to the front <laughs> gates of Fenway and say, I'll trade you this for the franchise. <laughs> what do you say? Even trade? Deal. Even trade. Even trade, baby. 
Yeah. Uh, you guys have any other uh, other, other any any other, I can't talk today. Any other predictions? Like, uh, who do you, who do you think the first big guy to go during the meetings is? Uh, I feel like it's going to be one of the short stops. Yeah, I was just going to say short. It's, it's either going to be one of the short stops or Wilson Contreras. I think and it's Bogarts. I think it's I, I think it's Turner probably. I was going to say Dansby, and it's just going to be him going back to Atlanta. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he. he I, I think he's pretty much a lock to go back to Atlanta. To be honest, yeah, uh, it just seems like it doesn't. Especially with what happened with Freddie, they let him go. Fans were sad. Like that's your guy. Like I feel like they're they're I mean, really going to make did it. Atlanta, did Atlanta actually let Freddie go though, or did Freddie say see ya? Well, no. Know, there's a whole lawsuit agent. with the agent. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. They, yeah, I forgot about that. I did forget about that. His he agent said, said that he didn't ya. pass on the contract offer because he wanted him to go to L.A. Yeah, and if I'm Freddie, I'm going and kicking that guy's face and yeah, burn his house down. Curb. Oh uh, yeah, he did. He let him go, right? Yeah, right after. Well, because that guy got guys... investigated for tampering. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. How do you guys feel about uh, the Marlins? Having zero desire to move on from Sandy. I don't hate it. I think... Um, but the thing is, is they said they're willing to trade literally anyone else. I got to imagine... Pablo can based go, on, Lizardo can go. Well, so, yeah, so they basically said that they would be willing to trade pitchers. It doesn't sound like they want right. to get rid of their bat. Like, I think Jazz is there. Jazz will probably be a Marlin for most of his career, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're so loaded. Like, they're starting rotation. They're young, but they're, they're gross. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know why you would say that you want to mark. Like, like, I mean, I guess it's because they – I can see them moving on from one or two guys and bringing in some legit bats. Um, like, I think a smart team that could maybe go out and they could trade with is Toronto maybe because Toronto could use one or two more arms, and they have a lot of good young players. So, like – I just hope that they, if they get rid of those guys, that they make a move to bring in players that are going to help you in the future, not right now, because they don't need guys for right now. Toronto's not making any moves to add pitchers. They have Pat Gallagher. Hey, you're right. I was, so, Pat Gallagher, uh, my cousin, friend, friend of the, of the podcast. podcast. Cousin, cousin <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, so I was talking to him about the, uh, the, the Teoscar trade, because obviously it's, yeah, That's, you were it's from from that. Toronto. Yeah, uh, and I was I was going. So, how do you feel about your boys uh, trading Teoscar? He goes, "Well, I hate the move because I just picked up more pitchers, <laughs> so, <laughs> all pitching prospects." Like, yeah, you know, it's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, they uh, they they have a weird uh, like trajectory too. They're uh, I think that that organization is going to try to change its complete direction because of how. Disappointing their past couple postseasons have been. Well, I looked it up. What was it? Their ERA was eight in the postseason. Yeah, it's just not going to get the job done. If you bring up eight runs per nine, yeah. it's not but, really not going to help. They you. haven't, at least that I've read. Good. Yeah. Well, if you score nine runs, it's good in slow pitch. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um,. The other person that we can touch on real quick is uh, Clevenger, Mike Clevenger. I think we talked about it briefly last week, but we made official today. So. Yeah. I like that signing uh, for the White Sox. One year, 12 mil. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, high risk, yeah. high reward. Yep. I think you can't lose in that deal. Either side can't really lose. Um, 
And Clevenger is the guy too. As long as he doesn't get hurt, he's a dog. He's gonna go out and eat innings. So I feel like he's gonna look so weird in a White Sox uniform. Yeah, he will. Yeah, doing his little like rocker thing on the mound <laughs> when he's he's all hurt. Looks like, like, team shit. Looks like <laughs> he's having a freaking strong on the mound. So did Johnny Cueto though when he was there last year. Johnny Cueto like dealt this year for yeah, the White but Sox. He looks strange in White Sox. Yeah, all time Johnny Cueto moment was when he was pitching in that uh, playoff game, and he just dropped the, the ball. Stadium, the stadium was just going Cueto. <laughs> he drops the ball. <laughs> yeah, he drops the ball. And they all go, yeah. <laughs> that is classic too. I think it was against did, the Pirates, wasn't it? Was I think it was in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was hey, against our, uh, Pittsburgh. Our mascots behind you. Yeah, she's chilling. Lulu. Ooh, her eyes look creepy as hell. Come here. Come here. I did look up to uh, the White Sox have an all right handed rotation now after signing him. All right handed? All right handed, yeah. The Can opposite of uh, the Sox. Angels. Yeah. Shohei and all lefties. So, yeah. I don't know. The, the, I'm, I'm torn on if I think that a lot's going to happen at the meetings or if it's just going to be dead. And. You guys are going to wait said, it out. That says, oh, it's going to be these moves flying left and right. Make me believe that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Just I, because I, of all I think coming. one big name goes like tomorrow. You yeah. can see a lot of pieces start falling. But I think if it waits till the last day and you see a couple guys go, it's... It's going to be a little more Like If you see a shortstop go tomorrow, then all the shortstops are going to start going. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be interesting if Dansby is the first to sign and goes back to Atlanta. Well, I think that sets up a lot of weird stuff. Another interesting point on Dansby that I'm looking at right now that uh, Hyman tweeted. So his fiance is on the U.S. Chicago national team. Chicago. Yeah, she plays in Chicago. But so the connection there. What you think, Cubs? Not White Sox. I don't think that happens. Yes. Yeah. Got Tim, Cubs. big old Timmy Jim, big time Timmy Jim. Yeah, uh, I don't think that happens, but uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of moves are up in the air. Like, I wish we had more to go off of and could like elaborate more on these moves that are pending and about to happen. But like, mm-hmm. everything is still up in the air. Like literally the, uh, everything. Yeah, the other one that we uh, didn't touch on either was uh, Eflin. Right. Yeah. Rays, right? Rip. Biggest free agent contract in Rays history. No way. Yep. yep. They paid, what is he getting? Like 17 mil a year? Three three years, 40 million. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, but. So it's not like 13 3. Yeah, didn't he get the same exact yep. offer from the Red yep. Sox? Yep, and he took the Rays because he lives in Florida. Oh, other. Uh, uh, Red Sox being cucked thing. Uh, did you hear that they said that Jose Abreu was their number one free agent uh, yeah. target? And he went to the Astros. But to be fair, that contract that the Astros gave him, yeah, I think I would have been pissed it. if they paid him that. <laughs> Three years, $60 million to Jose Abreu. And, you and he's, what, 38, 37? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, another weird contract that I don't – I mean, like, I guess if he performs – you don't really scoff at the money, but it's like a dude that yeah. old and wasn't like, like that's like paying Yuli Gurriel that m- money. Basically you mm-hmm. just wouldn't, you know? So I don't know. 
there's there's so much so many pieces that still need to move this off season that are just could go a million yeah. different directions. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I can't find it. I was looking for the uh other big contracts that raise players. Yeah, it's not a free agent, but the other biggest one would be Wander. Wander. Right? Yeah. Not a free agent, though. Like I said not free agent, but yeah, free arbitration hearing. Sign. Yeah, yeah, I can't find it. But anyway, <clears throat> um, just looking through Discord here, seeing if there's more. Any stuff. bombs were dropped by the? Uh... I haven't got, actually I had it muted, so I haven't gotten anything. Oh, the other one we can touch on real fast is uh, Kyle Gibson. Oh, no. Gibson, yeah, the Orioles. So right. The Orioles, yeah. yeah. Bob Nightingale going, the Orioles make a huge splash, bringing in Kyle Gibson, saying that now proves that they are going to spend this offseason and become a contender. It's like, you're oh, bored. So I have the tweet right here. He goes, the Baltimore Orioles, just as they vowed, are spending money this winter to improve their club signing starter Kyle Gibson. Period. It's For a one-year one year. contract. Yeah. Period. <laughs> That's spending, all right. Like, was Bob, it like a year? You... Was it like seven and a half million or something? Yeah, I it wasn't think much. It was seven. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> He's 35. Listen, Bob is trying, right? You leave him alone. Bob is a fucking meatball and deserves to be also <laughs> sent to the moon with Haim and Listen, Bobby. I like Bob just because he's like a meme now. <laughs> after, after the time that he prematurely tweeted that the lockout was over. <laughs> Listen, that was the best fucking, Twitter follow ever during that time. Oh, fucking boob Newton, dude. <laughs> yeah, more than once, didn't it? Where yeah. Like the lockout's over. Nope, no, it's not. Three no, it's more not, hours to go. It was like literally. It was like hours after it began. He was like, "Lockout's over," and then like it literally went on for months after that. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. Dude is just unhinged. Like the fact that he he's has a, a job. Who does he Crazy. report for? Or is he just freelance? I think he's freelance. Uh, he's either freelance or ESPN. No one else would hire him. Let's yeah, see. Anyway. <laughs> USA Today. Oh my! Yeah, USA today. You know, that, that kind of makes, makes sense. sense, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's all adding up. Now. Fox News reporter for baseball, <laughs> CNN reporter for baseball. <laughs> yeah, he uh, um, he should probably be sent in the moon. You're right. Oh, he does yeah. a cameo. You think we should get him to an intro for our for the show? Yes, absolutely not. We'd get canceled. <laughs> we would get canceled. Yeah. Wait, they lose all credibility because Bob Nightingale did the opener. <laughs> Does anybody in this world actually like Bob Nightingale? I love Bob Nightingale like like a son. Well, maybe you're the problem. <laughs> Me? He's just like that um, son that always messes things up, but it's cute. I feel like, ah, he's okay. He'll figure it out. <laughs> he's fine. Okay, he'll get there. What the hell are you doing uh, back there? That's the other thing. I'm looking through the Discord right now. Jacob DeGrom. You know how much he's... Did you guys see the tweet on how much he's made per inning pitched over the last two years? I don't even nope. want to know because it's going to make me sad. <laughs> Just per inning pitch. One inning. Yep. Dude's made 400K per inning. <laughs> I wish. Over the last two years. I'm Jesus. like, this dude's over here sitting on his thumb and getting paid 400K. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he have to show up to the dugout most of the time? No. He's getting, he basically got paid all that money to just recover from injuries. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. go to the gym, basically. I mean, get, yeah, get paid to lift weights. and. <laughs> you know what you know would be another good uh, good pod idea? Uh, we'll do uh, 
a um, baseball writers association tier list. <laughs> Take all the writers from the BBWAA. I don't even know who else is on that list. Uh, we Rosenthal, have to find them all. Hyman. Uh, I think Buster only is. Yeah. Um, is Newton Good on there? Not, Newton Good is on the baseball right, writers so association. Of America. <laughs> I think I mentioned it before. It's that scene from Shark Tale. So you got everybody, <laughs> 10 feet of shark shit, <laughs> Newton Good. Newton Good. He dropped boob bombs. Jason Stark was the other one. Um, I think Peter Gammons is. Yeah, that, yeah. Pete Abe definitely right. is. Pete Abe, yep. Tony. John Morosi, is he? J.P. Morosi? I think at this point, any writer you name is going to be on there. They have a million different writers. Oh, God. I forgot about Bill Simmons. He's uh, he's unhinged. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's happening? What happened? Fred McGriff into the Hall of Fame. Hell, yeah. Live on the pod, the crime dog. You named him. Into the fame. Good for yeah. him. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, so Fred, this is per Jeff Passan. Fred McGriff has been elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame by the Contemporary Era Committee. Among those who did not receive the necessary 12 votes from the 16-person committee, Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, Dale Murphy, Palmero, and Mattingly. Good for Fred. Crime dog. Good for him. The crime dog. Dude was a gangster. He was really so- good in his day, too. We did text earlier and see if we were like any uh, predictions on if there's going to be a big signing while we're recording tonight. But that was just as good. Yep. Uh, we the the BLB boys. We send out our congratulations to the crime dog Fred McGriff. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. Freddy. Dude is an absolute stud. Uh, he should have been a, in a long time ago. I'm being honest. Um, we love Freddy. <laughs> Which I believe he he got his nickname Crime Dog because there's his name's Fred McGriff, and I think it was like a cartoon called like Dog McGriff or something, the Crime Dog. Uh, (laughs) The Crime Dog. Let me look it up. Uh, McGruff. McGruff the Crime Dog. So then (laughs) Fred McGriff was nicknamed Crime Dog. That's sick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Uh, dude hit 284. 493 dongs, 2,500 hits. How was he not in the hall already? Don't know. Played for 19 seasons. Like, it's pretty good. Did, uh, not to switch off this, but did we even talk about the Colton Wong trade? Nope, we didn't. We didn't. We did not. Right over the head. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Good trade. So, Colton Wong got traded for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Yes. I think good trade front and back. Yep. I think it makes sense for both clubs. So, uh, yeah, Seattle got uh, Wong and $1.75 million cash. So I think that kind of bones my prediction that Frazier goes back to Seattle probably. Unless yeah. uh comes down to the offseason and they decide to put him back in the outfield. Because that is an option. He does play a bit there. so But that probably knocks it out. But I think Colton Wan's an upgrade from Adam Frazier. So I like it. Yeah, It's a good move. Guy with postseason experience, too. He did get picked yeah. off by Koji Uehara in the 2013 World Series. But, to end the game. Yeah. It did happen. Yeah. yeah. Spike his helmet and everything. 
What's his brother's name? Kian. Isn't it Kian? I don't know. Let me see. I'll look it up. Remember. You guys keep talking. I'll find out what Colton Long's brother's name is because it's an important uh, subject. I'm pretty sure he's a shitter compared to Colton, but <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good move. Jesse Winker, I feel like, is on a decline. Abraham Toro is solid, so he could be it could be helpful for. Yeah, I was right. It's Kian. <laughs> is it? He could be helpful for uh, the Brewers and can play pretty much any infield spot. So, I mean, that'd be beneficial for them. And then uh, Jesse Winker is essentially just taking over Hunter Renfro's spot. Say fills in the slot for Renfro. So, I mean, Not exactly filling the shoes, probably quite like Renfro did, but... Uh, yeah. All right, so I have, the, I have the official votes right here. So uh, of the... Other than uh, McGriff, the, uh, the closest to being elected were Don Mattingly with eight. Uh, eight out of the 12 needed. Schilling had seven. Dale Murphy had six. So Clemens and Bonds weren't even in the top three. Clemens only had four. Wow. And Bonds only had four. Oh, fewer than four. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I... Um... How are we feeling on that? Can we go on a little tangent here? Because this fires yeah. me up. Um, they should be in. Yeah, listen. So if you ask me this, right... The, the Baseball Hall of Fame is used to describe and portray the history of baseball, right? Mm-hmm. It's not up to the history of baseball to decide who's a good guy and who's a bad guy and who cheated and who didn't cheat. That's for little Timmy and his dad to go through the thing, go through the hall, show a plaque, and he's like, oh, Barry Bonds. He goes, that guy, not so, not, not really a good guy. That's his dad's job. <laughs> the Baseball Writers of America, they don't have any place in that, and that's why it pissed me off because – how in the name of God can you tell the history of baseball without statistically the greatest hitter of all time and the greatest pitcher of all time? Yeah. And not even even if you wanted to say, like, you got Ted Williams, uh, you have Cy Young, you have guys from different eras that compete. The two not best players bonds. of a generation. Yeah, those, those are the two best players of a generation on either side of the ball. How are they not in the Hall of Fame? I don't give a shit what they did. I don't care if they freaking did LSD or mushrooms, like whatever. Like they they were the pinnacle of the sport during a time period, and that time period needs to be represented in the Hall of Fame. I don't give a shit what John Heyman says about how he doesn't want to put in Kurt Schilling because he has Nazi memorabilia and he collects World War II relics. Like that has nothing to do with how the guy played baseball. Yeah. It's so stupid. I agree. So do I. And I think, honestly, you could make the same kind of case for Pete Rose, too. He did some shitty stuff. He gambled, but it was after his playing career. He never did it during his playing career. And, like, it, the fact that they're closer to forgiving Pete Rose than they are to forgiving, like, McGuire, Clemens, Bonds is insane. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, those three literally played an era of baseball called the steroid era. Yeah, like, the, it, yeah. You I've, at the hall, they have it listed as like the steroid era. Of yeah, course, it's an no. era of the sport. Yeah, so put the guys in who played in that era, who were the greatest. Honestly, could be the greatest of all time, but definitely the greatest of that era. Like, yeah, what are it we just doing? doesn't make sense. I, especially like what, but between Clemens and Bonds, what do they have? Like, Bonds has seven MVPs, and Clemens has what eight Cy Youngs. That's absurd. Yeah. It, like, that's literally – so the history of baseball, right? Say every year you have one of those. So say 
I don't know how long they'd be giving up the MVP. Say a hundred years, hundred plus years. That's damn mm-hmm. near ten percent of both sides of those awards for the for the, their respective leagues, right? So, like, you cut it in half if you want to split it. There's two every year. That's five percent of the awards given to two guys that aren't even in the freaking Hall of Fame. It's crazy. Yeah. And I don't I don't know where that goes from here. I don't know if now they have to if they wait or if they stay on the committee and they get they can go through next year. I don't know I don't know what the politics of that is. Um yeah. So how many MVPs did you say Bonds had? Seven, I think, right? I'll say seven. I can check right now. Yeah, seven-time MVP. So MVP uh, MVP has been since 1931. So it's 91 years. Mm-hmm. He So it's about 7.7. So, yeah, pretty close to 10% of the time, Bonds has won it. <laughs> like. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and then let's see, Clemens, seven-time Cy Young. So same thing. And he's a two-time Triple Crown, pitching Triple Crown winner. Seven times won the ERA title. Yeah, so he's not eligible again until 26. Hmm. Who's that? Bonds and Clemens? Schilling. No, Kurt Schilling. So are Bonds and Clemens done? Uh, no. So Pete just tweeted, Bonds and Clemens received four if your votes suggest to me that they're never getting in. Awesome. Which bullshit? I mean, it's crazy. So you said Clemens had seven Cy Youngs. Yeah, yeah. Cy Youngs have been around <laughs> for sixty-six years. That is over ten percent of the time. That's insane, dude. Yeah, that's fucking oh, crazy. One out of every ten awards that were handed out with that name been, and that yeah. plaque have been given to Roger Clemens, and he's not yeah. in the Hall of and Fame. He's not in the Hall. And I'll be the first guy to say, it, as a Red Sox fan, he's a douchebag. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you remember when uh, was it uh, was it in the World Series when Mike Piazza breaks his bat, Clemens picks it up and just fires yeah, it at him. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to be out of your gourd to do that in the first place. But like, oh well, yeah, he was on steroids. He was angry. Yeah, he's got the rage. I just like, yeah, and then Clemens <laughs> Clemens goes, I thought it was the ball. <laughs> you still threw it at him. <laughs> so you want to throw monkey balls? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> So dumb. So I do. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I just don't even know what to think. Like, is it? I, I. I also did some research too, and it's it's like clear as day that, like, the guys who don't want Clemens and Bonds. In, so, like, I think it's just about half of the writers and guys in the veterans committee. If you look at both of them, are former players. Yeah. And pretty much all of the people that haven't voted for these guys are guys who are not, were never players. So all the yep, guys that the played writers. in the league all voted for them. Yep. Like, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. It's like I feel like there needs someone needs to like riot in Cooperstown. Like they need to be picketing outside the entrance. Like to get <laughs> you guys want to go? I'm in. Let's do it. Start it. Do right, a little go. portnoy at the NFL headquarters for Brady <laughs> for Deflategate. Yeah. What damn it? <laughs> God, it's it's absurd. I uh, I think it would be interesting to uh, 
run down a list of players that are not in the Hall of Fame that should be because I've had that list could be very so long. this week yeah. I've had I had my mind changed on one guy. I was Andrew Jones. I saw his side by side stats uh, before the age of thirty compared to Mike Trout. He's better than him in every single category. That's how good it. Andrew yeah. Jones was. Yeah, and they are talking about Trout now is already being a surefire Hall of Famer. But Jones, Way too early predictions. You guys think Andrew Jones' son gets into the Hall of Fame? No, I think he'll probably be a bust. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I don't know. It's a. Uh, I think it's uh, the current climate. It's really hard to um, be a successful outfielder and make it to the league. I just think that that's one of the positions with just like the densest talent pool. Yeah, so, I don't know. He's young though, so like yeah. he still has a lot of room to develop. So definitely a way too early prediction, but I think he'll be similar to um, who was it? Uh, was it Kyle Lewis? Was the number one overall pick? I think. Oh man, Kyle Lewis! Kyle Lewis, who just got traded, also. Yeah, I like that move actually. So. Oh man, they forgot to put sprinkles on my. It's the worst. Um. Yeah, you guys got anything else? I think we kind of touched on this. Is kind of a yeah. smorgasbord episode, yeah, just kind, kind of, of chatting around. Yeah, like kind of kind filled of it up for the week. I think we kind of, yeah. yeah, I think next Hopefully week we'll we probably come back moves. with some little structure. I think maybe a Red Sox town hall kind of thing. Maybe. Um, yeah, that was a nice, uh, pleasant surprise though, to kind of finish off the podcast. Though, well, uh, Fred, that was awesome. Fred yeah. getting in. Yeah, shouts out Crime Dog. He deserves it. He should have been in years ago. Uh, at least there's some justice left in. Uh, <laughs> the veterans committee uh, pushing through some guys that deserve Buddy. it. But... So yeah, I think uh, do we do we run them out with the Christmas song? <laughs> I think it's too early for that. Yeah. All right, we'll wait next, next week, week. Next week. Next week. Next week. We'll hit them with one of these though. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal! Because it's December. And, and a happy, happy New Year! New Year. Rip headphone muses. Yeah, I wasn't that bad. We'll catch you guys next week. We out of here. Let's go.